Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com. With Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap, they're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful.com. It is February 2nd, 2022. This is Listen, Your Boy, brought to you by NordVPN.com slash Fightful. We'll tell you more about that later. We got Jimmy Van here. Jimmy, how you doing? I'm okay, Sean Rossap. I was going to say words of the Nord overlay, but I guess you're going to throw that up later on. So yeah, I'll have that later on. Good, good. Well, uh, I hit up Sean this morning and I said... What do you think about doing a one-off podcast all about, about cats, it. all about cats? And uh, Sean said, absolutely. And so sometime in the coming days, I don't know when, uh, I want to do a one-off podcast. It'll be on the Fightful YouTube channel, but it'll be a one-off non-wrestling podcast about cats. Because Sean, you know, at any given time, he's got like 27 foster cats running around his place. Six. And uh so 27 at any given time. I have one cat named Milo who is the inspiration for doing a podcast because I just got word a few days ago that he's got late stage kidney failure and I mm. don't know don't know how much longer I'm going to have him and so I thought it'd be nice to do a podcast about cats maybe I'll put them on screen and uh and there's a, a girl by the name of Jen McGowan who is a house call veterinarian in Toronto, Canada. I hit her up and asked her if she wants to come on and I think she might want to and she Obviously, has a lot of information, Sean. Sure. So if you are a pet owner or if you thought about getting a pet, you might find it interesting. So we'll uh, we'll let you know when we do that. Indeed. Guys, leave a thumbs up on this video if you're watching at YouTube.com slash Fightful. We are on podcast platforms everywhere, as is our new channel, Fightful Overbooked. You can check that out at YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbooked or FightfulOverbooked.com as well as podcast platforms everywhere. We're highlighting a lot of great new personalities over there. But while you're here, leave a super chat. It's that little dollar sign below. But what we prefer are Humper Chats over at HumperChats.com. That is our Streamlabs PayPal platform. Very easy to get signed up. I am LaLucha, says SRS. Good luck, brother. Go Bengals. Buddy, I am happier than a pig in shit right now. Uh, Matt Reichel says, who day, Sean, can Fightful finance a trip for the Super Bowl? Interested <laughs> to hear about Shane McMahon. I, I entertained the idea of sending myself there. And then I saw those prices. I was like, I, I could just get a new car as well. You know what I love about you, Sean? What? One of the things I love about you. One of the things I love about you is that you're living the gimmick. Yeah. There were, there were people on Twitter that actually said, Jimmy Van, aren't you going to finance a trip for Sean? Do you not pay him enough that he can buy his own tickets? Exactly. I he damn well makes enough money to get his own Super Bowl tickets. Yeah, but I bring in way more. So. I bring in so much more, though, Jimmy. I do. And see, he can't deny that. He can't deny you that. You saw the report, Sean. <laughs> this, do, is I, called, this is called recouping cost, Sean. I recouping cost. I didn't ask you to buy all that traffic. What are you talking uh, about? Come on. Know, We've in, got, all, in all seriousness, though, in all seriousness, I understand making the Super Bowl, you know, it can be a rarity if Tom Brady doesn't play for your team. So congratulations uh, to you. I can understand I your excitement. And uh, I mean, they hadn't won a playoff game in 31 years, much less made it to the Super Bowl. So I'm I'm just over the moon. We've got more Super Chats, Humper Chats. I am LaLucha says, for diversity and rep representation, 
Fightful hires Kate and Team Grapsity, and we love you for it. So how does WWE see it as a good idea to name a new tag team BBC on the first day of Black History Month? Hate them for it. Uh, they're trying to make that the edgier show, the younger show. Um, it hits with with some people. It doesn't with others. I have not watched last night's episode of NXT yet, so I don't know what additional context I could possibly be provided that wouldn't be very weird. But uh, I haven't seen it yet either. I've seen a couple of clips, but this is a perfect time to put up the we are uh, who we are graphic, uh, Hayden. So put that up. So AEW is relaunching this. This is a music album called Who We Are Volume 1. And you see Jay Cargill there because she's got a theme on there. A wait, wait, of- is, that, is that Jade Cargill who got interviewed on Grapsity this past Saturday, Jimmy? Yes, there you go. And as you can see, the credits under her uh, title, Knockout, the credits, one of them is Righteous Reg, who is part of the Grapsity team uh, with Fightful. Uh, Will Washington also contributed to this album called Who We Are Volume 1. So check that out, uh, shopaew.com. Congratulations to those guys. Those guys are knocking it out of the park. And uh, I was very happy to see that they got Jade Cargill to do an interview on uh, Saturday. So It was such a fantastic interview. I got to hang out with Will and Phil this past weekend. Uh, sat next to them at Royal Rumble. We hung out in the lobby for, for a couple hours afterwards. It was a great time. Love having those guys on. You all have to check out that interview it is so so good uh bootsy collins on the album too i for those of you who don't know he's he's a funk legend and he's like royalty in cincinnati so, uh like he's he's involved in a lot of Bengals stuff as well but that was far from the only news uh van, van twinblade does say you got six cats and you don't show us them i don't <laughs> let them in my office usually if that one sneaks in then, then uh-huh. maybe i want to ask, ask you something quickly about jade cargo before we get to to shimmy man so i know that she tried out uh with at the performance center i had forgotten all the details until i saw her interview but i i remembered like i knew mark mark henry discovered her i knew that she tried out at the performance center did she not get a contract or did she turn down a contract? From what I remember, she passed on the opportunity to sign with WWE. She did. Um, that's what she says, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was that initially, girl, man. It was initially reported that WWE passed on it, but she has said that she passed on it. What a package, man. Uh-huh. That girl's she's a incredible. package. Like, she's got everything. She's She's yeah. got everything. The look, the athletics, everything. She's an absolute package and, and home run with her. Yes, 100%. 100%. Yes. Uh, Eloquence says Brian Kendrick. Yikes. Yep. Now that Brian Kendrick is in the news, you're starting to learn a lot of the stupid fucking stuff that he said. Um, uh, Brent Lockman says, Is he the fastest release from WWE appearing AEW window ever? We live in insane times. Keep up the awesome work. So to, to add some, uh, by the way, um, any word on AEW's response? I mean, these are not new comments. These are comments that came out years and years and years ago. I don't know if they've changed since then, but a light's being cast on them now that he's out there. I mean, he's been under WWE employee for the last five years. Like mm. this should like this this has been it's kind of why I've stayed away from praising the guy an awful lot because a lot of the stuff that he said was so goddamn stupid. I feel like so this is stupid. I feel like this has surfaced before. Like, I feel like this it was, has. A story it was with... out like seven, eight years ago. And now it's a story um, again. Yeah. So as far as this being the quickest, as far as his release, let me, let me add a little bit to that. So last week, PW Insider reported that Brian Kendrick asked for his release like six weeks prior. So in the meantime, he had appeared on NXT 2.0 TV. He had not wrestled in over a year since he had been on 205 Live. He had announced that he was uh, semi-retired. He was going to be working as a producer. They even did an after-wrestling clip for him on YouTube. So I started to dig around yesterday. Actually, I don't know if they would want me to mention their name, but they said, hey, heard Brian Kendrick is going to be at AEW tomorrow. And I said, if they want me to put their name out there, I'll give them the credit, but I don't know if they would want me to. Um And I said, let me dig around about this. So I hit up WWE and I was like, has he been released? They would not confirm it. And then um, eventually I had somebody else say he is no longer under contract with WWE. So that led me to run that story. So before I had reported that he was out of his contract, that was already set up. He was already supposed to be at AEW. I'm sure they already had the match set up. I would imagine what they did was capitalize off of the fact that his name was out there 
Uh, because I mean, that, that's happened in the past with like mm -hmm. Daniel Garcia and stuff like that. So I don't think it was like, uh oh, he's free. Let's book him. That's just uh, not gonna, not gonna do it. So uh, does that mean he, had, he didn't have a non compete then with the release? I don't know because I don't know yeah. when that release actually happened. Because right. if you remember, he was supposed to do a match with Harland. He was last on NXT TV over a month ago. So if he had a 30-day non-compete right. and he actually did get his release or they granted it retroactively, his it would have been up. I haven't learned yet as to whether or not he had um, a non-compete. But uh, okay. we, we do have some more AEW news. Bill Hemmett says that ConCoin getting into the Super Bowl after Cody referenced you on his promo last Wednesday. Uh, that was a surprise. But... I hit up Sean Ross Sapp to praise him, and 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 the little bastard says, bonus? Par pardon me. You hit up Sean Ross. He only did 66% of my name. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Sean Ross. My God. Uh, you know what? Personally, I think everybody should confirm my stories firsthand. I think that would be pretty nice. Do you remember Every when Matt Riddle talked to Sean Waltman and, and said Sean Ross? Remember that? Yeah. And that, that's the first time I'd ever heard anybody refer to you as Sean Ross. There are a lot of when Matt Riddle said it. There are a lot of people that just think that's my name. They oh, think yeah. that's that's my first name is Sean Dash Ross. Sean Ross. There you go. Yeah. But there you go. Bryson Yee says AEW picking up Keith Lee. Not picking up Keith Lee would be tragic. I think they probably should pick him up. I don't know if they will, but um there you go. We've got Justin McClucky saying SRS been trying to catch you live for days. Congrats to your Bengals. I was at the Rumble and the AFC Championship game. Such a bad weekend for this Chiefs. Pretty good. Fan. Pretty good. Yeah. Happy for your squad. I got lucky, Jimmy. Like I've got a, I my one of my friends drove in for the Royal Rumble, and he's like, "Hey, you want to catch a ride back with me?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll see if I can get some airport credits for for a future trip." As uh, like, and I, I was able to make it back in time because American Airlines, I did not trust them to not have a delay, and me not miss that that Bengals game. I thought didn't it was you didn't happen. you still expense your flight? Well, yeah, before, but now, now you know what? There's one I'm not going to be able to expense, Jimmy. There you go. Awesome. I expensed it before, Jimmy. Right. Yeah. Plus, I had to give him all this gas money, you know. So yeah. So, which I'm sure you look expense. So uh, Shane I McMahon some meals with the Graf City guys, which is that's fine. That's cool. Those guys are doing a great job with us. I'm very yeah. proud to be associated with them. So, uh, so take him out for a meal. We That's got cool. For super chats. Hold on. Eloquent says, shout out to Joe Shiesty. I like his mojo. Daniel Rothenberg says, men's rumble was disappointing. When Lesnar came out at 30, my heart dropped. Would love for Reigns to cost Lesnar, then Lesnar to cost Reigns. So he loses the belt to Rollins. Then they have a match in the middle of the card mania. That I would be a fan of. My God. And Chris Reigns says, so excited for that album. I love the Jade interview on Grapsity. It was an incredible interview. I am so proud of those guys. And as we wrap up our Super Chats and Humper Chats that you guys can still get in, Van Twinblade says, this weekend is the Glory Pro Anniversary 5 show. If you can drive us to see Rohit Raju, get a spanking from Dan the Dad. Also interview Dan Housen because he's the guest of honor. Uh, Dan McMahons, they ruined McManning. Uh, there's Dan Housen on the cover of Fightful Magazine. We got articles on uh, Minoru Suzuki, WCW Revenge. Nate Marquardt wrote for the magazine. EC3 wrote for the magazine. Lots of good stuff. You can pick that up. Uh, Jake Paul, Dewdrop, a lot of stuff. I interviewed Dewdrop this past weekend. Fightfulmag.com, my friends. Did you but tell her that we featured her in the magazine? I didn't. I should oh, have. Thank, good job. Good job. Oh, thank you. Probably should thank have. You. I was but waiting for the overlay. Hayden didn't put it up. That's why I decided to just kind of hold this up like this. That's that's why you got to give me the bonus, Jimmy, because <laughs> yeah. because uh, when you got the overlay, what the hell's the point? If I have exactly, exactly. But Ian says ten minutes behind on the stream, but can't wait for the cat podcast. I have four, <laughs> including two with CH wobbly cat syndrome. Maybe part of a super chats to an animal charity. Well, I don't That's know. That's a good idea, man. Well, it'd probably be Humper Chats because whatever platform we do that on will probably be off of Fightful. But um, maybe, yeah, maybe we, could, we, could, we'll we could do Humper Chats. That's why we have it. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, That's lots to idea. talk about, Jimmy. Yeah. So, you know, Shane McMahon, there had been a lot of talk in recent weeks about him. Yeah. There had been a lot of talks about how WWE supposedly had big plans for him. He was going to be, he was going to have a rumble spot. He was going to have a spot in the elimination chamber. There were a lot of rumors about WrestleMania and that they were penciling in him, uh, penciling him into wrestle Austin theory at WrestleMania. 
reports came out that he helped produce the men's rumble match, which uh, I think everybody considers one of the worst men's rumble matches of all time. And now word came out today, uh, something about Shane McMahon. Uh, what's the latest, Sean Russap? So I want to give credit to Ringside News. They've been all over the uh, Shane McMahon stuff. So he wasn't listed as a producer internally, but he did help put that together as well as last year's. And in previous years, the matches have been better, but this one changed so much. We've got a ton of Royal Rumble news on FightfulSelect.com, so please subscribe and support us, guys. Uh, but I heard that Shane was responsible for a lot of some of the big changes that, that happened. And, oh, boy. Oh, boy. So there were tons of changes going on up until people went out. There were some people that went out and they didn't know who they were supposed to eliminate or vice versa. But, I mean, you can see how the match was laid out and be like, what? Like, listen, I know there's a suspension of disbelief. And being small is okay. Says Sean is going to miss Shane's punches. I don't know if you mean me, but... Shane McMahon is a guy who legitimately loves MMA and has mm -hmm. trained with some of the best striking coaches in the world, Phil Nurse. However, when I go in there and I watch him piece up Matt Riddle, my suspension of disbelief is out the window. Mm. I'm sorry. You're not going to tell me who a guy who did not lose his way out of the UFC, he got fired because he smoked some weed, mm -hmm. is going to get pieced up there. And... Uh, to Riddle's credit, I saw him laying in some leg kicks, which is nice because anybody who gets punched by Shane McMahon gets potatoed. But um, I hadn't heard that he like threw a fit about the changes or anything like that. Uh, but I've heard that he's not going to be used moving forward as of now. And there were plans for Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania. So what I had heard last year is that Shane had barely been around the office anyway. Wasn't around backstage much wasn't figured into creative plans at all at that point. So I don't know what this really means that he's not going to be around anymore because he hadn't been around much anyway. He's just not factored into those plans now, it seems. Wasn't he just a talent at this point? That's the impression I was under. I, I haven't... Alan, uh... Alan Marks says, I guess Shane versus Austin for Vince on a pole match is out there. <laughs> seems so. I haven't looked up... So I, I used to look up salaries back in the day and uh, Shane's salary used to be listed. And, and it's public information. You could if find you're an it. executive. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I haven't looked for a, a very long time, but uh, I don't, I guess the thing I'm most fascinated about, and I know this is going to be a tough thing to even find out. Did Shane McMahon get a call from Johnny Ace? I would find that hard to believe. That would be awesome. Usually, usually um, when that happened, when that happens, somebody ends up getting like a, an email internally and, and it's, it becomes known. I don't think so. I could have, I could be wrong. About Wouldn't that, that be fascinating if Shane McMahon got a phone call from Johnny Ace? That would be something yeah. special. Well, very interesting. I mean, let's, I want to talk Royal Rumble. I don't want to do a full review because you can go to Fightful.com and get that. Sean did, uh, did a whole review on Saturday night. I didn't. Um, uh, Jeremy and and Jarrett did. I was I'm sorry. at the show. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that, that's right. You were at the show. That's right. That's yeah. right. You're the one that uh, Sports Illustrated wanted the burning sign. That's right. So, yes. uh, so, but there's some things about the Royal Rumble that I want to talk about, and and obviously, again, the the men's Rumble match, one of the worst men's Rumble matches, might have been the worst uh, of all time. And one thing is very apparent, and we've talked about this a thousand times and i know that the the pro wwe fans are going to hate our, our guts talking about this that match was so it made it so apparent that vince mcmahon has not been able to create a new legitimate box office star i've, I've in got years i've got a lot of stories coming up over the next two or three days on fightful select about this right uh I, i'll leave it there because i don't want somebody to to come along and write the, the same thing that i am but Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com because, oh boy, there's there's an awful lot going on. It was a constant rotating door of mid-carters. A constant rotating go. door of mid-carters that nobody popped for. Nobody got a pop coming out. And it's not because they're not talented. It's because of how they're positioned. You rapper can did. Sorry? A rapper did, and then he had the best rumble psychology of anybody, eliminating anyone and everyone, not saving people from eliminations. Like, right, right, right. Man. Yeah, it just wasn't good, and and uh, uh, you can count on one hand how many of those 30 guys are currently positioned as top guys. Like, you can count them on one hand, and nobody even got the cane spot. I thought for sure Omos was getting the cane spot. 
spot for sure. They split him and AJ Styles because they want Omos to get the Kane spot in the Royal Rumble. Omos did almost nothing. You know what I mean? Nobody well, they, got they, over. They used that. I thought I thought they actually did okay with Omos. Because they had it, like everybody huddled against them kind of thing? Sort of. And it made Chad Gable look really smart. And that's Chad Gable gimmick. did look really smart. He did. But, but to like, me, like a couple of the highlights were Nikki A.S.H. and Molly Holly. I thought that was really great. That was good. Um, and Ivory. I thought Ivory ruled. Yes. She was incredible. She looks uh, amazing. She yes, turned 60 she, years old last year. She has been on pay-per-view five different decades, dating back Good to AWA her. in the 80s. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Um, she doesn't just, need. She looks amazing. She she does. And that that is a common frustration. The Royal Rumble got a lot of people talking. Got a lot of people talking to me specifically. And... Um, like in the arena, the TNA chant for Rude and Styles was good, and then Rude was gone immediately. <laughs> yes. Like, oh my gosh, just the way that so much of this was booked. You had Bianca Belair in the match for like 40 minutes, and she eliminated one person. Right. Uh, right. Now, I, I want to, all due respect, Dragon Master Adam says, Do you think we'll be getting another Black Thursday tomorrow before the financial call? Please do not do this. I do not want to be in the business of predicting that people are going to lose their jobs. Mm. So I don't want to do this. Um, you can look at the trends yourself. I'm not going to sit here and put a death sentence on somebody. That ain't what I'm here to do. You know, it was very evident on say Saturday morning afternoon based on social media. It was very evident that the rumble was very anticipated. And a lot of it was conjured up by the fan base. Honest, honestly, because a lot of people really made themselves believe this is going to be a forbidden door rumble yeah. and that there's going to be AEW talent in there, which was never going to happen. We talked about it two weeks ago on this podcast. Yeah. No contracted talent was going to be in there from AEW, but that didn't matter. A lot of people conjured up the idea in their head. Cody Rhodes is going to be in. Maybe CM Punk's going to be in. Maybe John Moxley. So weird. But I do want to say there was anticipation and my wife and I use my wife as a gauge of a casual fan. My wife anticipated the Rumble. And why did she anticipate the Rumble, Sean? Mickey because, James. Yeah, because Mickey James. Yeah. She anticipated the Rumble because of surprise entrance. Yeah. That's why people anticipate the Royal Rumble match. It's because of surprise entrance. And I could not believe that the men's Rumble match, Shane McMahon, Bad Bunny, that's it in terms of surprise entrance. Couldn't fathom it. I couldn't well, I mean, fathom I it. Guess, I guess technically you could say Shane or Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. And I had somebody at Louis Dangor was sitting next to me and he's like, yeah. were you not surprised? I said I was, but he was on pay-per-view this month. Exactly. That's exactly it. He wasn't gone very long. So to me, Shane and Bad Bunny were the only two surprises. And I, my wife, you know, was watching it going, that's it. Like that's yeah. it. Kurt Angle was there. Use them. Booker T did the, the pre-show. Use them. Like they had opportunities and they didn't. Uh, I just don't understand. Why is it? Have you heard anything about this? Why no surprise entrance? Does Vince McMahon not understand that that's what the audience wants in the Rumble match? Well, um, I, I had been told ahead of time that NXT talent wasn't going to be leaned into. And outside of that, it's like, I don't know who necessarily they, they would bring in. Sean Waltman would have been a good one. He'd been. Yes pushing for it jeff jarrett jeff jarrett would have been cardona maybe one. cardona would have been a great one cardona yeah. would have been a great one easy i i haven't been given a reason it's just uh, i mean Corey graves would have been a good one right Corey graves too pat mcafee yeah and let me ask yeah. you this and i i haven't talked to, our, to cardona so i just want your opinion if they had have called cardona and said hey we want zach Ryder in the royal rumble do you think he does it if it was for the right spot uh -huh. The right money, I think he would have. If they would have let him go like 20, maybe. It's hard for me to speak for him, and I don't want to because yeah. he'll cuss at me on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Man, we, we got a bunch of super chats, though. Eloquent says, bring back CFOs. Everyone has trash music now. And, man, CFOs wasn't that great. They had a lot of looping themes, but it was better than what they have now. Sammy Zane is so Alva says, the music. oh, sorry about that. Yeah. Says, How can you pop? 75% of the themes aren't known. It's fair. Yeah. He's right. AJ sure. asks oh, probably the best question. SRS, will Jimmy Van put your Super Bowl ticket on fightful expenses? Next question. Next question. And Kurt says, like spouses staying together for the kids, Shane won't go to AEW. We create an 
it, uh, irre- irreconcilable. Irreconcilable split in the family. I don't think it'd be irreconcilable uh, whatsoever. No, but he's not going to, Shane's not going to do that. Why? He doesn't need the money. Yeah. Uh, Wool Hat Demon says, Shane McMahon, the new chairman of AEW. I yeah. doubt it, buddy. No. Um, <laughs> and Shane, and you know, the one thing that they always said was Shane's like his mom, Stephanie's like her dad. Shane, I think, has a very good reputation as a human being. Yeah. I think. I think most people like Shane. And Shane, one of the reasons that he left WWE whenever that was 15 years ago was because he saw that a riff was forming between him and his dad because of business decisions and he didn't want to hurt the family. There, I see zero chance that he would go to AEW and do that to his dad. No chance. Yeah. Oh, man. We got some more super chats, humper chats. Uh, let me let me make sure I get these. Random question, Anakin says. Any idea when the next Jimmy Van Q&A for Select will be? I always enjoy hearing Jimmy's perspective on things, especially when it comes to the business side. Can you get somebody else to host that, Jimmy? For the love of God. Yeah, I need somebody with some personality. Or somebody who can be more useful than just sitting there and asking the questions for 90 minutes. I thought that you appreciated just like my presence for that time. Sean. Sure. Oh, in- incredibly. When, <laughs> when do you think you'll do one? Uh, I could do an almost whenever uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays are better for me. So, course, uh, so we can, tomorrow, tomorrow I got, I got the big vet appointment tomorrow. I'm mm-hmm. going to kind of potentially find out the fate of my cat. So I can't do it tomorrow. Maybe next, uh, next Tuesday or next Thursday. We can do one. Marco says jumped in with Jimmy putting over the fightful mag or putting the fightful mag over his face and thought Dan Housen was co-hosting for sure. <laughs> yeah, Man, that's not a, not a bad thing. What a buzz that guy got last week for AEW. A, a third of our show was super chats about him. And you know what I loved? So I caught part of your your show, your post dynamite show, mm-hmm. and you were saying stuff like Jimmy must have saw. Given that the timing of the mag, you're like Jimmy must have saw Dan hasn't popped out and just been overcome, overcome with joy. <laughs> The timing well, was pretty spectacular. It was. What was interesting to me is that people were like, I don't get this guy. He won't draw. And I'm like, not only will he draw for AEW, he drew for us. Yes. The first night he drew for us. So my God, yeah. Josh yeah. says worried about dynamite tonight. Seems like a lot of seats available in the weather, not looking good. Kentucky governor declared a state of emergency and said that the, the ice level could be catastrophic if it hits. So, um, define hoping- that. Um, I don't know. We were about to get ice storms out here. Like you really, are really bad. In Kentucky. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like to what? the point. Yeah. To the point to where some schools are already shutting down and stuff like that. I want to say one thing about Dan Housen. Uh, how many wrestlers, any company, WWE, AEW, how many wrestlers has Conan O'Brien signed out for an interview? Not many, if any. What's cool about Dan Housen, the reason that he's, he's, he's getting a buzz. I mean, number one, obviously the look. I mean, that's, sure. that's obvious, right? That the look, what's cool about him. You know who he reminds me of? And I've, I've seen his interviews where he says that he was inspired by like Conan O'Brien and stuff for comedy. Yeah. He reminds me of Beetlejuice. Yeah. And when I see Dan Housen, he's a guy with a painted face who pretends to be evil, but he's a comedian. And it's, it's like how many guys with painted faces, Sean on television and wrestling. How many guys with painted faces have you seen that'll wear like goofy hats and sunglasses? Yeah, none. You're right. You're right. No, no, none he's of unique. Guys do that. Yes, yes, it's hard to explain him. He's so yes. good, yes. man. He's so good. He's found his niche. To me, he's wrestling's Beetlejuice. He's found his niche, and good for him. He's the reason I profiled him in this is because he is self-made. This yeah. guy is self-made, and if you know his story, he was a journeyman wrestler out of Detroit who was going to quit the business because he was tired of, of not being pushed, not being booked, not making money. And he decided, you know what? I'm going to try it one more time, but I'm going to do it my way. And he came up with this on his own and took off on his own. And that's He's why incredible. I followed him. Yes. Incredible. I have a self-made. Like, yes. He, yeah. I look at he and Thunder Rosa in a very similar way. Like both Cardona self-made. Yep. And seven of our top 25 interviews of last year were Dan Housen and Thunder Rosa. No, not a bit of WWE coverage from the uh, like on them so right. uh man chris says dan Housen's shirt is already the top selling shirt this week for aew good for him brent lockman the difference in def rebel and aew's ruckus in terms of songwriting ability is staggering doesn't seem like it has to be that either mikey ruckus is incredible that guy is so talented justin says seemed like with all the hype coming up the royal rumble they really squandered the opportunity to build the hype for mania they did it last year too if you remember 
the build was terrible. Then people were just so excited to see fans in the building that they were yes. like, ah, who cares? Let's go. Uh, WWE coasts on their own popularity so much. And as a result, that popularity wanes. Right, right. Nerd Guru says, Jimmy, do you watch NXT 2.0? It's an acid trip. <laughs> so I don't typically watch it live. I typically DVR it. And uh, so I do, I do check it out. I haven't this week yet, though. I breeze through that show in about 50 minutes or an hour. Tom Brady says, how does WWE feel about Chad Gable? Because he's really a bright spot on WWE for me. And Sami Zayn going to the premiere was amazing. Zayn is great. They're very lucky to have him for next the next few years. Chad Gable has impressed some people uh, of late within WWE, as he should have. He would have a long time ago if he was given the opportunity. How many months have we put him over on this podcast? And, yeah. and how many how many times have we seen people in Super Chats even that will say Chad Gable doesn't have personality? He's good in yeah. the ring, doesn't have personality. Now look at him, man. He is, the, his character development is on point. His promo work has been on point. We know he's, you know, top 1% in the ring in WWE. He's finally had the opportunity. His character now, he really is a modern day Kurt Angle. And uh, and I was going to ask you later on, There's uh, Kurt Angle uh, basically confirmed your story and said WWE has asked him to come in for like a month. I assume he's being brought in for Chad Gable. That's got to be, right? I mean, that's the fit. That was the original plan. The original plan was to have him involved in the the academic the academic thing that they're doing right now okay from what i heard it was supposed to be like the three eyes challenge intelligence intensity and integrity yeah yeah, Um, yeah. that's what i heard was the pitch so i don't know if that'll even happen now because they actually filmed that a couple weeks ago from what i understand so the the podcast stellar justin lopez says can we talk about how Big E was eliminated like he was inconsequential felt like he wasn't a recent wwe champ Thought he would at least be final four. Six and a half minutes, no eliminations. How much of that? Kofi Kingston, of course, his snafu didn't help either. I was going to say, how much of that was because they had spots playing with Kofi? But I mean, even then, it's like, all right, Kevin Owens, 10 minutes, one elimination. Rey Mysterio, nine minutes, one elimination. Wasn't in there with his his son either. Um, It When you're wasting a bunch of insurance or, or eliminations on Mad Cat Moss and Baron Corbin. Yeah. All right. Cool. Whatever. Being small is okay. Says, what's your opinion on WWE fake crowd noise during the Ronda promo is noticeable, awkward, and bad. This is for Jimmy. So they started doing it when they got crowds back in the building. Uh, Cause they had done it previously uh, when they had no fans and because they kind of could, they kept doing it when they got fans back in the building. We addressed it before on this podcast. It's awful. Uh, you can see the people behind Ronda not reacting yep. when when it's it's awful. It sounds fake. It sounds canned. I don't want to go off again about Vince McMahon because we do it a lot. 76 years old, should not be in his position, isn't capable of running creative for, for a media entity anymore. Tone deaf, doesn't know what the crowd wants. I mean, that's just reality. And what? how did you feel about Bruce Pritchard saying, oh, I think this could run uh, WWE for 20 more years? I think he knows better. I think it was a, a way to pop himself. Okay, okay, I hope so. That's what I, I think. so. Tony says, is it possible we're overlooking the effect of Vince's mom passing on the family? Vince could easily be very distracted right now. For years? Right, yeah. For years? Mm, I don't think nothing so. Nothing recent, yeah. yeah. I don't think so. I'll do, and, and again, we, uh, condolences for the loss. That's unfortunate. Hunter One's awesome, though. Good for her. Destiny FOMO, who used to sponsor the show, says, Jimmy, send Sean to the Super Bowl. His Bengals may never get there again in his lifetime. That ain't going to happen. Not with Joe Burrow and Boyd and Higgins and Mixon and uh, Chase. We got a good team. So uh, So what Sean's saying is there's going to be a lot of other opportunities for me to send him to the Super Bowl in other years. Yeah, but why not do this one? Joel says, I'm more interested in Chad Gable now than I've ever been. It's amazing what happens when somebody gets time. It's... And, and the opportunity to show range. Like, he can show that he can do it in the ring as well. Like, that scooter stuff was so funny. The victory lap and the suit. Oh, it was so good. I loved it. And you know, something else. So, uh, I, I I posted this on Twitter. I was almost embarrassed to say that I knew this. But shush. He gives us saying, shush. Encino Man. That's where he got that from. Yeah. But one other thing I love about Chad Gable is the the ability to improvise. Did you see when Otis gave him the steak sauce? Yes. And when when Chad Gable's leaving the shot after he takes the, the steak sauce, Chad Gable's leading the shot and he goes, sodium. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. He's got that, man. He's got that. So good for Chad Gable. I'm glad he's Oh, he also too. had a nod to Pineapple Express with his his speed suit. He says it makes me more aerodynamic when I scoot, which is a Danny McBride reference from okay, that movie. Okay, there you go. There you go. There uh, about him being aerodynamic when he fights. Some stupid punk says didn't see the Humper Chats link. Buddy, it is always humperchats.com or humperchat.com. He says, but all hail SRS and Jimmy Van. Was wondering what you guys thought New Japan could do to bump up their brand awareness. Should they change their production for U.S. viewers? They got to get people going back and forth again. Exactly. That's, exactly. That's it. That is what they can do. They've had no buzz since the pandemic. And a lot of the, quite honestly, a lot of the booking's been bad, Jimmy. I used to give them the benefit of the doubt. 2020, 2021 did not allow me to give them the benefit of the doubt anymore. They definitely do need to have, say, Omega, Jericho, Cody, the Bucks, Moxley. They definitely need to get that going again. Brian, because you know Brian wanted to go. Yeah. So they definitely got to get that going again. Punk, maybe. You think Punk might do Japan? I think he might. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anime Otaku says Shane O'Mac and the Cardonas against Nick Gage, Alley Cat, and Effie win. I think it'd be fun if Shane was game. He ain't doing that. He's not doing that. He gets paid a lot of money. He's not going to accept what what gets thrown his way there and jack says was style supposed to be the iron man no what happened happened he was eliminated by That's matt cat moss yeah uh r26 says another big get well soon to leo rush and riho leo is mentally stronger and riho wrestling the majority of a decent match with a broken collarbone is uh physically stronger than the she's too small and weak crowd listen i'm not trying to take anything away from riho she was doing Northern Light suplexes late in that match. I don't know if if I don't know how I feel. I've had a broken collarbone. I would be surprised if she was throwing somebody who probably probably weighs about thirty three percent more than her over to their head. Like I don't. I, I'm gonna dig more into that one, but get well soon to both of them, regardless. Uh, we've got a couple more super chats. Any update on Mustafa Ali? Yes, tomorrow on FightfulSelect.com, I will have one. <sighs> Jimmy Van, Mustafa Ali wants to be a lot, a lot of places, but not WWE right now. That much I'll say. And you know what's interesting? He can be anywhere he wants when he uses NordVPN.com slash Fightful Jimmy. And he can save 70% off his plan, plus get one additional month for free. Jimmy, what are you doing here? Why are you trying to bury our sponsor? I'm not. I'm I'm trying to bury my shot because I don't like it when you put me on camera. Why? Uh, it's personal feeling. So are you trying to say you're being trying to be a little more incognito? That's like exactly you can what I'm be when you use NordVPN.com slash fightful. I should call this NordVPN magazine. You should. I, w- I mean, I, w- I wish they can sponsor it if they want. <laughs> but with NordVPN.com slash Fightful, you can access content from over 59 different countries. You can avoid region blocking. Geo restrictions are no longer an issue. You can change your remote location with one click. It's super easy to use. And when I travel, I'm facing all those airport, restaurant, hotel Wi-Fis, and those are notorious for hackers stealing data. NordVPN.com slash Fightful is the fastest VPN in the world. Your internet traffic is routed through a secure encrypted tunnel that protects your data and privacy. And you can use it up to six devices, on up to six devices, like your laptop, your smart TV, your iPad, your router, your phone, any of that. 70% 70% off plus an additional month free. And they got a 30-day money-back guarantee. If NordVPN is not for you, there's no risk. If you're paying out the wazoo, as they say, for these UFC pay-per-views in the States, well, guess what? You can subscribe to BT Sport. Pretend that you're over in the UK. And this will pay for itself. I'm saving you money here. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Been so happy working with those guys. Hopefully, we will for years to come. But you guys won't know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I can say I, I know people in Toronto, Canada that Nord that use NordVPN in order to get Peacock. I know people that do that. Mm-hmm. Don't know who, but I know people. Yep. Um, there you go. I want to mention some good stuff from the Rumble because we're we're shitting on the Rumble. The men's Rumble match was obviously terrible, but there were some good things. One sure. of them for, was Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. I thought it was a banger match. Rollins amazing. was amazing. The shield entrance, the, the the whole story about how he was in Roman's it, head. Roman didn't caught, have the- I gotta I gotta say they caught uh one of our mods, Demon Diva and uh Hannah. They caught a couple of them 
as they passed Seth Rollins in the entrance and like their reaction. Oh it yeah. Was, it was perfect. Like the W I think it was the WWE cameraman that caught it. It was a perfect, it was awesome. Awesome. Well, his entrance was great. The story was great. The first like five minutes of the match, Rollins squashed him because yeah. of the idea that he was in his head. Roman didn't have the Usos or Heyman, you know, to kind of settle him down. So he was getting mentally screwed. And then that it, the whole thing made sense with later on, he comes out, he gets Heyman, like all of that made sense. The only thing I didn't like was the finish. And I, I saw a lot of people that were defending the finish saying, oh, it, it fit the story. It fit the story. It fit the story. The problem I had with it is that WWE does non-finishes in major matches on a weekly basis. And so it's tiresome. If they didn't do non-finishes in major matches on a weekly basis, then it would have been cool. Yeah. But they do, so it's tiresome. It makes you want to see a clean finish in a major match because they do non-finishes so often, and that was the issue I had with it. Yep, when you make that type, and, and you know, you will have so many people, dummies, quite frankly, oh, <laughs> but you're okay with Omega and Brian Danielson going to a draw and Hangman, and, yeah, I am. Two times. Right. And I can count completely all the DQs and draws in AEW. Sammy Cody, Omega Hangman, Paige Danielson. Well, not Omega Hangman. Uh, you know, Danielson Omega, Danielson mm. Hangman, then the DQ with Punk, and the double DQ with Avalon and Brandon Cutler. I guarantee you there's been more of that in WWE in the last over month. the last month. Yes. For sure. So yes. when you are, and this is a part of that story that I'm going to be dropping in a day or two on FightfulSelect.com, please subscribe. There are a lot of, uh, there are an awful lot of people that are growing frustrated with that. Zach Schimmel says, hey, Sean, how quickly tier memberships change and you get the notification asking for a friend. Made it to NC safely. I don't know what you mean here, Zach. Uh, drop me another chat and let me know what you mean unless you, uh, I yeah, I just don't know what that means. Talk about something with select. Maybe it was something with select. Yeah. We did have to up um, one of our select tiers, one of the sponsor tiers, because quite frankly, our sponsor rates have went up as we've grown. And as a result, like if a sponsor subscribed to that, they would have gotten like a deal, like a severe like deal on the plug that we did. Um, so yeah, we did have to adjust those. Rangers Mayhem says to continue on New Japan. Can you see Punk showing up at their April show in Chicago? Yes, I could see that, actually. And uh, Joel Wood says, Ronda, uh, by the way, I don't know that Punk would be there, but I can absolutely see it. I could see them working out something that would make an awful lot of sense. I'm sure it's something that he's wanted to do. But also, you got to say, what is that New Japan? Does he look at that as the New Japan that he wants to work? It's hard to say, because effectively, there's a brand split right now. Joel Wood says Rhonda's never been that good on promos, and it makes me confused why some people say that she doesn't want to be there. She is the epitome of not needing money. If she didn't want to be there, she wouldn't be. Completely agree with you, Joel. If she did not want to be there, she wouldn't be there. She's got plenty of money. She lives on a farm. She does not live beyond her means. Um, she traveling ain't fun. Uh, I'm sure that I'm sure that training to wrestle a couple months after you have a kid is not fun. And but she's bringing the kid with her too. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think she needs to be there if she doesn't want to be. And I, I think she does want to be there. And 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 just to go back to the whole promo thing, the promo problem with Rhonda is the same thing that a lot of guys have a problem with. It's because they want her to recite scripted shit. Yeah, that's the problem. Rhonda's actually like we've seen her do interviews and stuff. Uh, she's actually quite quite good, like improvising, and she's good with like the comedic, you know, elements at the right time. If they would give her the freedom, I think she'd be fine. They want her to recite scripted crap. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is the example I can give you. Right. He got some of their scripted crap uh, like a week after he came back, and he said, go get me Paul Heyman. Right. Well, look what he's doing now. Do you remember? He was the best promo in the UFC, Jimmy. <laughs> he's talking yeah. about horseshoes and getting on <laughs> top of Sable and all kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah. The, the Coors Light thing, he was yeah. great. Yeah, and and I can understand again. Like I, I have always believed that they had Heyman as his mouthpiece because they were afraid of what he'll say with the life, Mike. I've always believed sure. that. But Brock is so entertaining, and yeah, he did swear again on Raw. That's yes. why. They, that's why they have like a seven second uh, tape delay. But you know uh, what stuff I wanted to watch when I was a teenager? Stuff I wasn't supposed to watch. Right, right. Eloquent says Punk and Kenta still needs to happen. I think AEW. I think that'll either happen at a Wrestle Kingdom or a big AEW pay per view. 
Jeff L says, happy Black History Month. Fightful Friends representation matters. That it does. And uh, we thank those of you that, that support a lot of our, our diverse creators, like the fellows on Grapsity and Robert, among others. Uh, yeah, just thank you so much for the support you guys show them. Kieran says, as a big Riddle fan, it's cool to finally, or going to finally, okay, it's going to be cool to finally see him in the match with Rollins and Lesnar as WWE cooled off on Damian Priest. They've cooled off on his booking ever since they gave him that stupid-ass gimmick. They've mm -hmm. had him just, like, not be as threatening, which is weird. Since they gave him more of a character, his push has lessened, which is so weird for me. It's amazing that coming out of Mania last year, he was hot, bad bunny. Like, he yeah. was really on fire. As soon as they changed his music, felt like that was kind of the downward, I'm not going to say downward spiral, but that that's yeah. when he started kind of, kind of ended up on a downward uh, trajectory. And now he's doing, like you said, the Festus gimmick. You know, with the crazy eyes. Yeah. Omos made him look silly in the Rumble. Made him look yeah. silly. And and to see Damian Priest be the one to look silly, Damian Priest is like one of your upper-level guys. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It is. It is. And no interaction with Bad Bunny in the Rumble? What the right. hell are you thinking? What right. the hell are you thinking? Right. Dennis Dirty Works says, if all the drama, fear, loathing, and unpredictable behavior of WWE's head office could be converted into their TV product, instead of it being its albatross, they'd be untouchable. If it was half as interesting on screen as half as interesting, then it would be really compelling TV. And uh, I guess it's time to talk about releases because Paul Reed says, with the November, WWE releases now free from their 90-day competes. No competes. Who do you expect to show up where? Great work. Love all the shows on Fightful. Yeah, so you've got the you, – you posted the list today, so I guess they became free agents this morning. Karrion Cross, Keith Lee, Ember Moon, Oni Lorkin, Grand Metalik, Lince Dorado, Mia Yim, Harry Smith, Eva Marie, and Nia Jax. Uh, I'm sure many of them do have plans. Do you have any notes on anybody in particular, Sean? Not yet. Um, I, I have hunches on some of them. I don't think that Mia Yim will be heading to AEW. Uh, I think Ember Moon maybe, but I don't think it's necessarily a guarantee. Um, I think Oni Lorkin will go to AEW. I think he's a guy you can plug into the tag team scene really well. Uh, Harry Smith, I would imagine, will do Impact and New Japan Strong work. I think Eva and Nia probably retire. I think Karrion Cross will be doing a lot of the, the overseas Middle Eastern dates, as well as Strong, MLW. Mia and Keith, question marks. I think uh, AEW should try to bring in Keith. Uh, but I think Lince and Metalik will quickly prove themselves on like PWG or MLW or something. And uh, get some bookings that way. Yeah, I think Cross has been connected to EC3 and Braun Strowman, right? Or Adam Scherer of course. doing that stuff. Yeah, yeah, And okay. I think the sum of those three parts is far more interesting than, than the individual parts. Right, yes. Like, as a collective unit, they could be something different. Individually, unfortunately, at no fault of either of those three, they were brought into WWE, either got a push or didn't get one. And mm. a lot of people are like, well, what could they possibly else have to offer? Mm. Uh, Riley Walker wants to see AEW pick up Harry Smith to reform KES with Archer after the Archer Hangman match. I think they would be a great uh, LOD style team in AEW. I really do. And and put Lambert with them. And speaking of uh, EC3, he wrote in the magazine about free free the narrative, uh, control your narrative. His his whole uh, what do you call that? A project, Sean? I guess. Yeah. But he wrote about that in here. So, yeah. okay. Uh, I wanted to ask you what, what you thought about. So, Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley. I was really anticipating the match. Uh, everything about it I thought was pretty predictable because everybody knew Brock was going to be in the Rumble. The Rumble was going to cost him whatever. Here's what I found surprising because I don't think I've ever seen this. Brock German suplexes Bobby Lashley and Bobby Lashley pops right up. Yes, I thought that was. What cool. did you I like think that. about that? I was shocked to see that. That 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 he. I've never seen anybody in all the years Brock's been in WWE. I've never seen anybody pop up from a German suplex before. That's first. Well, I thought that was probably the second best match on the show. <laughs> um, I felt like a lot of it was sullied by the finish. Yes, I agree, and uh, I don't. I mean, I love the fact that Roman just put his hand out, and then Heyman just kind of slowly gave him the belt. That was kind of cool. Yes. But uh, I'm I'm with you on that, and also. I thought Becky and Dewdrop worked their asses off. Yes, they did. They, and that they, was unfortunate. Yes, yes, because the, the burning sign. Did you notice a few times, I think Becky, I think she might have had a headlock on, and Becky kept looking at it? Yes. Uh, so 
obviously everybody was distracted. It, was, it was very, it was very hard to ignore. I know it's unfortunate. <laughs> what can you do? Right? Yeah. She made light of it afterwards. I felt really bad for them. Dewdrop yeah. was laying in her offense, which I like a, a, as well. Right. Right. Uh, some super punk says select. What's that? Would it have a place where I could see amazing podcasts, the most up-to-date news about all wrestling, exclusive interviews, and more? This can't be real. It is. FightfulSelect.com. And he says, by the way, Sean, Jimmy, have you heard about the great new show? show? Hashtag, have you heard? No, no, having it all. Having it all. Uh, Rangers Mayhem says, Moon is making an announcement on Twitch tonight. There you go. There you go. I want to ask your thoughts on this. So you remember uh, Brock Lesnar, Bill Goldberg, WrestleMania 20. Mm-hmm. You remember the crowd reaction brought Goldberg WrestleMania 20? Yeah, buddy. Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair. Uh, okay, so I think this is a means to an end because if they came in and immediately did Becky Lynch, it's like, what would they build to? But here's the thing. I don't trust them to build for a year to either one of these. And if they do, WWE can't sustain interest for a year to build to this. I It would be a rabbit out of the hat for me. Am I excited for the, the prospect of a Becky uh, Ronda match a year down the line. Yes, but a lot of stuff can happen in a year. Somebody can tear their ACL. They can right. blow out their knee. And Anything to me, this happen. is also further delaying by another year, a possible four horsewomen main event of WrestleMania. Because I don't think there's... Okay, if this year goes well, there's no way they go back to one night of WrestleMania. Mm. Right. So I, right. I don't know. Like I, I, I don't think Charlotte, I don't think they intend to, do they? I don't think they intend to. No. And, Char- and we had reported on FightfulSelect.com that Charlotte uh, pushed for this match for months. I'm sure she did, and and you know she it, it does seem like she gets a, a lot of preferential treatment and whatever. But how fuck I, I I can't even talk about it without kind of shitting on Vince again. How do you not foresee what the crowd is going to be like at WrestleMania? That is a devoted wrestling crowd. People travel in for WrestleMania. It's a, it's a very devoted hardcore wrestling crowd. How do you not foresee what the crowd's going to be like? They already shit on Ronda. They already shit on Charlotte, and now you're putting them one-on-one. How do they not see what's going to happen in that match? To me, okay, so in other companies, they have ideas of how the build will happen and how it will work. In WDB, it's like, hey, let's just keep these people away from each other to the last possible moment, have one win a Rumble, Chamber, Money in the Bank, then swap them over, and here's your match. Instead of building a rich story. And that's the frustrating aspect about this to me. I mean, Rhonda's promo on Raw, Sean. And again, I understand bad. that I understand that she was reciting scripted shit. It was really bad, really yeah, bad. And I thought to myself, because I there were some people that were suggesting, well, the match is going to go fine because people are going to be happy to see Rhonda, right? Yeah. That wears off night one. You saw her at the Rumble. They popped at the Rumble. Cool. Rhonda Rousey's back. WrestleMania is two months away. By yeah. then, it's gone. And they're going to shit on her because they're going to look at her as like a part-timer who's coming in and getting a big spot. It's going to be tough. Like, and I feel for both those girls because Charlotte Flair is one of the best at what she does. Works really hard. And she's one of the best at what she does. Ronda Rousey is a generational superstar talent. Amanda Nunes would have been fighting in bingo halls if it wasn't for Ronda Rousey. I disagree with that. Oh, no, I know. I know. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. 
It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help. That's betterhelp.com slash fightful. Oh, oh you mean like like as far as women's MMA goes? Well, I don't think bingo. I don't think bingo halls, but smaller venues for sure. Fine, smaller venues, yeah. Generational talent, generational maybe wrestling talent in Charlotte Flair. The crowd's going to be rough. I feel for those girls, man. And it's not because of them. It's because of positioning. It's because of it's going to be very difficult. I think it's going to be a very difficult night. Joel says, if Charlotte gets Ronda, what happens to Sasha? Does she get a returning Bailey? If anything, uh, I would like Sasha versus Bailey or maybe Sasha and Bailey against Divas the Doom, Bellas, maybe kind of run back a four-way and put the legends and make something of that tag division, which they'll never do. Wishful thinking. JoJo says, fans will revolt against Ronda versus Charlotte. Oh, fans are going to chant for Sasha. You can't book two unlikable heels against each other. That's the thing. Like, I mean, Ronda's getting the pop initially, but will it will it hang around? And by then, I don't know. Do you do you think they might pivot and maybe like say add Bianca or something? Like, do you think they yeah, might pivot? I, I think there's a chance that it becomes Becky again for two titles. And I mean, really? like her her using Rebecca as an insult. Yes, that's her first name. Yes, who yes. gives a shit? Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's like if I were like, oh, you won't send me to the Super Bowl, will you, James? You're going to look at me and go, no. Awesome. But why are you calling me James? That's not offensive. It's just weird. You yeah. don't. Uh, what does Big E and Drew do on WrestleMania? Well, Big E is back with Kofi SmackDown and Kofi over uh, there. So I would imagine they'll be in the tag team scene. Yeah. Drew, I think they will set him up for Corbin. Oh, I, if that carries on till then, yeah, hit me oh, with a it will. fucking brick, man. <laughs> yeah, probably will. Oh. It probably will. I want to say one thing since we, you know, we talked oh, about. Oh, hold on, promo. let's predict. Let's predict. This okay, guy spent sure, his money. Sure. I'm Jay sure. Jay spent his money. Um, I do. I do think Kofi and Biggie will be in a tag team at WrestleMania. Let me see who's on the SmackDown roster. Oh my gosh! And what is Xavier's timeline? Is he up for a while? FightfulSelect.com this week. Okay, because I don't know his timeline. If he's back, maybe they'll have uh, the New Day all together again. But I think Big um, E's penciled in there. You got Zayn on SmackDown. And that's it. I think uh, I think they're looking at Zayn Knoxville. Because he was at yeah, the premiere. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Or maybe... Well, Drew was at the premiere too. Was he? Yes. So Drew is at the premiere too. So maybe tag team. There you go. There you go. That's exactly what it's going to be. Maybe it's going to be maybe a tag team. You could rock KO and Sami Zayn against maybe Drew and the Jackass fellas. That that could be a good. Integration. That's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to do a tag team. Yeah. Um, we had a super chat. Uh, Alva says any info on a to be ever coming to the West Coast? Yes, in May. They, they plan to before double or nothing. Uh, I should have more on that soon. Women's title unification. Unfortunately, I think that might be the direction they have to to hit there. Uh, oh, sorry. Mark Mark Jing says, Brock versus Roman or Ronda versus Charlotte for night two. Brock Roman. We'll I think they already that. kind of ta- said that. Yeah, Brock Roman. Yes. And uh, guys, we're de- heading down the home stretch. Get your super chats and Humber chats in. But we're about to head over to FightfulSelect.com for the list goes on. Corn K says, maybe a little off topic here. What happened to AOP? Have they wrestled anywhere else? Haven't seen anything about them anywhere. Well, the last thing you saw about them was my report on Fightful Select that when I hit up multiple promoters, they said, oh, we've been told that they're retired. That's what they told us. And then when I issued that report, they posted a picture and said, not finished yet. Where have they been since then, Jimmy? Nowhere. Nowhere. And then I get hit up by another writer who reached out to one of them after they implied, oh, we're not retired. When they asked this one of one of the people, I think it was Rezar, for an interview, he said, I'm not a wrestler anymore. Mm-hmm. So I hope they're not retired. I know there was a push to get them into AEW like a long time ago, and it didn't end up happening. I'm sure that visas aren't the easiest things to procure for them right now. Um but I hope we see them back. Uh, Rezar was a legit MMA prospect when he got signed by WWE. Those like, guys were like, massive. They were massive, he, those guys. And he had already made it to Bellator and was like 5-1 and one and was like 22-23. He's only 27 now. Right. If he went back to MMA after a seven-year absence, he could still be a prospect. Mm-hmm. Van Twinblade says Rohit versus Danhausen is up on Glory Pro's YouTube. Well, hey, good for them. I'll check it out. 
Uh, Ronda versus Flair's like Reigns versus Lesnar for Mania 34. I don't know. I'll wait and see how some of the reactions go there. But Rhea got a good reaction at the Rumble. That was that was a nice one. Uh, she she has some interest. She won this week. So, man, Jimmy, uh, what else? What else you got? So we'll go to the list goes on. Fightful Select. I want to talk about uh, some stuff about WWE Raw. I want to talk about the WWE title picture. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about TJ Wilson, a couple of other things about the rumble and, and Sean, we are going to talk about a new promotion called PFC. Arrow Lucha. Oh, pillow fight championship. So we're going <laughs> to, we're going to talk about that. Fight I can't, I can't do this. I got to go. Right. Right. I saw a clip, Sean. It's, it's no joke. I know. But I love it. We'll talk about pillow fight championship, uh, five The list goes on guys. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Support them. They've made a nice investment in Fightful. Save 70%. Get one additional month free. Until next time, guys, we're out.